What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the newly named Tell Me Something Good, which was fairly normal. I am Josh Wolf. I'm so psyched for you guys to join me. As you can, this is the first, by the way, this is the first video that is also recorded. I don't know what the quality is going to be like. We, I mean, recorded with the video too, guys. I'm going to post this on YouTube. Um, I don't know what the quality is going to be like. I'm, I'm in my hotel room in Arizona. Uh, first weekend of shows in a long time. I want to get to that. Um, I want to get to some people sent in some parenting tip questions and some Josh Wolf problem solver questions. So I'm going to get to that. Also, um, I got a couple of funny stories from Arizona. Uh, let's start with that. Um, and first of all, by, by the way, if you're watching on um, YouTube, uh, you see the link. But if you're not watching on YouTube, guys, I just got the best merch. My wife helped design it. This is the best merch I have ever had. Uh, it's got high live merch. It's got weird shit merch. It's got BU merch. And uh, so check it out. It is for those of you listening. It's shop.upstatemerch.com slash Josh Wolf. That is shop.upstate. I think you know how to spell that. Merch, M-E-R-C-H dot com slash Josh Wolf. Guys, check everything out. I think everything's $25 or less. Um, it'd be fantastic if you guys could uh, take a look at it. If you like something, go ahead and uh, grab it. I have new people running it. So anybody that was like, well, your merch delivery has licked dicks. You're 100% right. The person I had who was in charge of it was stealing and not only stealing, just not delivering anything. So it was a bad combination of nothing going out and things coming in, but nobody getting anything besides this person. That person has been fired. Upstate merch is in. So check it out, everybody. Let's start. First of all, guys, I drove here um, from uh, California. Uh, and let me also say a lot of people are questioning me about coming to Phoenix this weekend, in particular because the Phoenix has had a spike in the corona cases. Um, and I just want to tell you guys, it's, it's, a, it's a risk, but it's a calculated risk on my part. And let me tell you why. I am not one of those people that doesn't believe. I'm also not one of those people who's like, hey, thousands of people, it's okay to get together. I don't believe that either. I do believe that it's dangerous. Um, and I do believe that it's easily spread. That being said, I can't go. I stopped working March 15th. I can't go a full year without work. I don't have that kind of money. I, I, I don't know a lot of people that do, right? I personally think that it's going to get worse before it gets better. For me personally, I think that in my however many years that I've been paying attention to cold and flu season, that's when things, people are sneezing, coughing, things get passed around way easier than in the summer. So I think it's going to be worse. I think we're going to lock down again. I don't know anything, guys. I'm not a doctor. This is just me saying what I think. All right. I think we're going to lock down again. I think the winter will be worse. So knowing that I can't take an entire year off, I have to, and this was drivable. I was mitigating. I was like, what? I was in a, basically wrote a list of pros and cons, risks, non-risks. And yeah, it's it's doubling and tripling here in Phoenix, but it is in a lot of places. And I think personally, again, come fall and winter, it'll be worse. So I'm trying to get the, a few in while I can and just trying to save some money. Because like I said, guys, 
you know, the thing that I always hung my hat on as a comic is that they could never fire me from my job. But they didn't fire me, but some coronavirus did. Now, one thing, by the way, I got to used to looking at the camera. I can't. When I, I'm so easily distracted. When my head moves, I go, oh, and I look at myself. But yeah, so that's why I'm here in Phoenix, everybody. Uh, the crowds have been great. The people have been coming out have been really respectful. They understand we don't do meets and greets, meet and greets, and um, we don't do Jacob's calling me FaceTime. Hold on, this ought to be fun. Hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm podcasting right now. What are you doing? Uh, I was just going to you know, keep you updated on what we're doing here. Oh, that looks great. Hold on. Do you want to, I'm turning to you. That's your mom. You see? Uh, yeah, that's Jacob, everybody. Uh, you're literally only pointing up at the light. I can't even see what you're pointing at. Oh, they see? There you go. Yeah, you can see it? There you go. Yeah, it's a, uh, yeah, you know, you got to angle it down a little bit. Shut your mouth. How you doing? You good? Yeah, man, we're good. We're just here. I'm just going to unload all this, uh, all these groceries. Yeah. And, uh, I'll let you get back to your thing. Call us after. All right, buddy. Love you. Later. Um, so, uh, I don't remember what I was talking about, but so I'm here and, you know, there's a different attitude, basically Arizona, California, right? So I am driving across the border and, um, I stop at a gas station in Arizona because it's like a dollar cheaper per gallon. But then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get some food. And I was thinking, you know, it's very rare that I'm in the mood for food from a gas station, like a sandwich or something. I know some people, like I know people who buy 7-Eleven sushi and I'm like, are you, are you, are you trying to rearrange your asshole? Like, is that the goal? Like you woke up this morning and you're like, you know what? I don't like the way my asshole looks. I'm going to change it forever. Excuse me. I'm going to eat some sushi from 7-Eleven. Yeah, man. That's it. Like you, you shouldn't, Eat anything that has to be prepared from 7-Eleven. That's my thing. Like, you shouldn't be eating those hot dogs that go around all day. Hot dogs, whatever the fuck they are. Like, you know those when, when you're like, is that a hot dog stuffed with cheese wrapped in bacon in a fried dough bun? They're like, yeah. How long has it been there? Uh, since yesterday. Yeah, I'll grab that. Do you know? That? Don't eat. But every now and then, when I want to risk it, when I want to play colon roulette, I'll go in and get some sort of meat product from a gas station. So I was like, yeah, this is it. Arizona seems like the place to roll those dice. So I walk in the gas station and I was like, uh, I was wearing a mask. And I said to the guy, I said, hey, um, you have a chicken sandwich or something? And he said, what? I said, do you have a, a chicken sandwich or something? And he said, excuse me, but maybe I would hear you better if you weren't wearing that stupid fucking mask. And I was like, God, Arizona doesn't give a fuck. It's so crazy. The difference in attitude is so crazy. Like, they, people, when you ask someone to wear a mask, they, the people who don't believe in it look at you like you just said, hey, so you can breathe water now. So just go ahead underneath there and breathe it in. Have you seen those videos of those women at the town hall in Florida? Uh, it, it, uh, man, it's embarrassing. But anyways, it's not embarrassing that uh, it, it's embarrassing 
it's just embarrassing, guys. It's so embarrassing. Like I said this last week, but like or last show, you're not a doctor. Most doctors that I've seen have said wear a mask. So who you know, I'm just gonna believe them. You know, oh, yeah, but there's a conspiracy with the okay, whatever. You're saying most doctors are saying wear a mask. So I like if, if a doctor went on stage and was like, here's how you do stand-up, I'd be like, dude, that's not it. But that's what I know something about. You know what I don't know shit about? Viruses. Not shit. You know what I do know? And you YouTube people, maybe you haven't seen this. And you guys who aren't watching and listening, you're going to miss. Have you guys seen the, the ear flip, the ear tuck? Look at this. Anyways. Um, yeah, man. So here, and the, they were just like, not only that, man. Look. I've said this before. I, I know I, I saw again a post uh, about there was somebody complaining that men, about men adjusting themselves in public. I no longer am willing to hear about that complaint. It, you guys, you who are, who are watching, will be able to see this. I've seen more girls while I've been here, literally, uh, two hand in it in shorts. Yike! Yanking that front wedgie out. Just like for a week, you're like in two hands. Girls go into that front wedgie with two hands, and they make eye contact, and they get on their fucking tippy toes and shit. Yeah, I can't hear it anymore. Guys are gross. Okay, we'll get both hands out of your vagina. Do you know what I mean? Both get all ten fingers out of there. You're digging in crazy. Some girls go in so deep to that front wedgie. I swear, I hear a when they pull it, like a like the biscuit out of a out of the fridge. Just a, I'm just saying, we all got different parts. It's why when people, there's some things I just don't, like man spreading. Hey, listen to me. Listen to me. Until we all have different parts. Man, now you don't need to be all spread out if you're in other people's, like if you're on a train or something and people sitting next to you, you can't have your legs spread out. But, but like, I want to tell you right now, it's more comfortable for me to spread out my legs because my balls and dick are in the middle. So when I push them together, it squishes them up. I don't, I mean, that man spreading thing is so stupid. I'm sorry. Sometimes you just got to spread them out. Now, listen, when you get older, like me, and your nuts hang a little lower, you can cross your legs a little tighter because your nuts tuck under. But when you're a young dude, man, and they're a little, they're uptight a little higher, it's hard. It's hard not to be a man spreader sometimes. That's all I'm saying. We're really picking. We're really like, the difference is, it's not that men adjust themselves more than women. It's just men don't mind seeing women adjust themselves. <laughs> and women, rightly so, are grossed out by us having our hands on our nuts all the time. But it's hot here, man. It is hot, hot, hot. One of my baby hands melted in the car. I left it in the car and it melted in the fucking car. I forgot in Arizona, man, you don't touch your steering wheel. Not in the summer, you don't. Not if you still like skin on your hands. That is not a thing. Anyways, I'm happy to be here. I had such a good time. I had some interesting feelings on stage, guys. You know, my podcast, for those of you who haven't listened, always go in between. It's silly and serious. And this has always been more of a diary for me. Um, 
than anything. But, uh, oh, what do you guys think about wristbands for merch? By the way, shop.upstatemerch.com, Josh Wolf, Force House Josh Wolf. Um, and check it out. What do you think about? I like wristbands, man. I like them. I don't know. I might, uh, maybe like a, with a high live on the wristband. Anyways. Um, I'm, I was happy to see a bunch of people sent in some um, Josh Wolf problem solvers and Josh Wolf parenting tips, but let me get to me on stage this week. So I was really looking forward to getting out here. You know, in my lifetime, the one thing that has always kind of saved me, oh, I guessed right. The one thing that has always kind of saved me is stand up. I have had, you know, I got my own demons, man. We all do. And um, none of them want, nobody wants their demons out in public, but we've all got our demons and we've all got our problems. And, and, uh, you know, one of the things that's always saved me is the stage is doing standup. Um, even at my lowest getting on stage, always seemed to re-energize me and reinvigorate me and readjust my brain. And so the first show on Friday, I, it was just, it was all over the place. It was the fastest hour I've ever spent on stage. When I looked up, they gave me a light. Because uh, I told them to give me a light of 50. And I saw the light and I was like, I told him, I go, no, the light of 50, man. He goes, it's 50. And I was like, I haven't even, and I hadn't. I was like, I haven't even told any fucking jokes yet. I hadn't told any jokes yet. I, I was still fucking around. I was like, oh, shit. Um... But I've been feeling a little like everybody else. And maybe mine kind of sunk in a little late. And by the way, thank you so much to the dude who brought me this at the show. Thank you. That hat, that midnight special hat. Um, I've been a little down, man, like everybody else. And if you follow me on social media and you've, you've probably seen, man, he hasn't posted at all. He, when that happens, when I don't post... I, I either need a break and I'm taking a break like a vacation or I'm just bummed, just depressed. And I haven't really posted too much recently just because I've been down, man. It, 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 it's impossible for this not to get to you eventually. Uh, just everything, the state of our country, uh, not being able to work, everything all at once. I don't need to explain it to you guys. Um, and so we all go through our little ups and downs and I happen to be in a little bit of a down. Um, but I was hoping the stage would save me. And Friday night early show, I did. I was like, Oh, this is what I'm here for. Woo and uh, Friday night late was um, not as good, but I kind of chalked that up to, Oh, it was an adrenaline jump dump that first show, you know? And then last night, and this is how I could tell I was, I'm not peak me. Last night, I, I mean, mid both shows, like, and this has never happened on stage before. Mid both shows, there was, self-loathing isn't the right word. But I, 
I just was like, what are you doing? Like I was doing my show, but my inner dialogue. Now, I, every comic has inner dialogue when they're performing. If you catch me at my last show of the weekend, at some point on stage, while I'm doing my jokes, I'm thinking to myself, so my flight's at 7.30. If I get up at 5.30, I could probably get to the airport by 6.30. Like, you know what I mean? That I'm, I'm calculating in my brain. But last night, both shows was such a um, neg. I, I never have negative inner dialogue when I'm performing. But I did. It was a struggle. I started to. My inner dialogue was like, "What are you fucking doing, dude? What are you doing? Do you like this? Do you still like doing this? Is this what you want to do for the?" And it was the first time that I've ever thought like that. It was really alarming for me on stage. Alarming. Because I thought I had basically felt everything while I was up there. But I've never felt that. I've never questioned myself, questioned my choice as a performer, questioned my future. Not future, like if I'll be able to do it, which that is in question too. But if I want to do it. It was really weird, man. And I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm feeling a little better today. Uh, I could feel this black cloud yesterday, and I couldn't quite figure out what it was, you know. Um, and last night, um, I, I get Stephen Randolph and Chelsea Skidmore with me, and last night we did some improv, that second show. I brought them on stage, and we did some relationship talk, which was fun. It may just be that I'm tired of everything I'm doing. You know, I have recently given thought just to – try to shake it up a little bit for myself of, you know, in the past guys, when I do an hour and a half, I'll do an hour and 10 of stand up and 20 minutes of guitar. And if I do an hour, I'll do like 50 minutes of stand up and I'll do 10 minutes at the end of guitar. But I've been thinking recently, man, I just might switch it up and do like 45 guitar, 15 stand up. And I'm just for me, like maybe that's it. Maybe I need to shake it up. Maybe I just need to take a longer break. Maybe I need to figure out a different thing to talk about. I don't know what it is. Because performing, like I said, has always saved me. So I'm going to assume it's not the performing part. And I'm going to assume it's what I'm talking about or how I'm talking about it. Or maybe I'm not getting into the nit. Maybe I'm upset with myself because I'm not getting into the nitty gritty of how I feel on stage, but I don't think that's ever been my style. You know, my style has more been story driven. So I don't know guys, it's going to be interesting coming up. I came back here last night and looked at the dates that I had on the books and was like, Ooh, there's no way I can do all these. It's mental for my mental health. I can't feel like this on stage again. That is not good. So I'll keep you updated, guys. But, um, you know, I, I don't know if this is a thing. And maybe people who understand it better than I can reach out and let me know. But is there such a thing about, and I am an optimistic, positive person. Is it possible that sometimes, and I'm asking you guys, anybody who might know the therapy stuff, 
is it possible that sometimes when I think I'm happy or I'm acting happy, it's just that an act and it's really me actively pushing negative feelings down. I think I just answered my own question. I wonder if that, if I just, I don't know, man, I am a positive person. I mean, I, I'm, I'm positive even when I don't feel well, you know, because I don't think woe is meing all day or emoting or telling people I'm just having a bad day all the, all the time. It just gets tiresome. And it's like a burden on other people, you know, but I don't know. And I, maybe I may, I mean, I could be wrong, you know, I don't think necessarily feeling depressed or bad. It sometimes is a negative, like, I would, I would love to modify how I feel sometimes, but I don't know. I don't know, man. It's weird. I do like to experience it all. So I wouldn't want me to never be depressed, to be honest. It's like, I wouldn't want, I'm glad that I've experienced and continue to experience failure, you know, but I don't know if depression is kind of the same thing, but it's been, there's been some dark turns over quarantine and I'm just hoping that um, I can find uh, creative has always been where I get myself back on track, but I'm so far out creatively. I haven't been able to, I haven't written a new joke. There was some new jokes last night, probably about 12 minutes. Um, but man, I'm pouring my heart and soul into uh, control chaos. And so, I mean, I, that takes up a lot of my time and a lot of my creativity. And I really, I'm really, really trying guys to push that through. And, you know, I like the, the high live too. And I think I'm going to like getting back into here. Just tell me something good. And so anyways, uh, I just thought I'd let you know kind of where I am. Uh, I'm going to get into problem solver and parenting tips, but first uh, I need to know where you guys stand on this. I didn't know that there was a big difference, but last night, so room service here at the hotel, only open till 9 p.m. And I was like, you know what? Do you not have people who smoke weed come to your hotel? Nobody drinks at your hotel? 9 p.m.? What the? Right? I mean, who? Chicken fingers, by nature, don't taste good until after midnight. A quesadilla only tastes good at 1.30 a.m. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? So, but yeah, 9 p.m. So, um, oh, so last night I get back and I, and I had uh, taken some edibles and um, I came back here and I was like, oh shit, I'm hungry. And I called and I said, hey, you guys any food? And they said, no. Nah. I said, you can't break into the kitchen for me? And they were like, no. And I said, is there any food I can get anywhere on the property? And they said, no. And they said, but you can call some places. I said, do you know any place that's open? And they said, no. And I was like, this has been terrible. And I was too high to download an app or whatever. So I was like, let me look through my bag. Now, I haven't, I haven't had this bag because I haven't traveled in three months. But I'm like, there's got to be like a bar in there or something. And there were some old almonds. Old. The bag's open. And I'm like, God. So I take a bite and I'm going to tell you something right now. And I'm going to say this with all confidence 
And if you don't like it, come at me, bro. I'm going to say it once for the people in back, the cheap seats. Stale nuts are better than fresh nuts. You heard me. Stale nuts better than fresh nuts. Now, I'm not saying that's going to sound gross for those of you who think like I do. But I'm actually talking about actual nuts. Not a ball sack, but nuts. I think that stale nuts, because the, 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 the almonds especially, I can't say for cashews because I, I don't mind the texture. But a fresh almond is too crunchy. It's too much. That stale one just kind of gets like sawdust. Now, don't, don't be disgusted by it. It's dry as fuck anyways, fresh or not fresh. But there's no chance of like chipping the tooth. Or, I, I'm not biting my lip or my tongue because I'm, I don't have to – Really get get down and, and and bite it. Those stale nuts. I'm telling you right now, if they sold stale almonds, I would buy those over the fresh ones. I think probably a pecan, not pecan. It's called a pecan. A pecan, I think, would be better uh, a stale, not a cashew. Definitely not a pistachio. Those stale, they taste like styrofoam. Yo, but I, did you see that that weird addiction where that lady was eating styrofoam? That's the same thing. That's the same exact thing. By the way, that weird addiction shit. I could watch that show forever. Oh, you know what? We're gonna do on this podcast. We're gonna we're gonna have a weird. We're gonna do a weird segment too. Let me write that down. Um, so yeah, man, I'm gonna go right on the limb. Stale nuts, better. Then fresh nuts. Go ahead, at me, get me up on Twitter. You know where to find me. But I'm telling you right now, there's no better nut than a stale nut. That's the way it is, everybody. I don't need it super crunchy. I, look, I like crunchy shit. I'm not gonna. I don't like the chicken salad without crunchy. I don't like a tuna salad without. I need some crunch in there. Um, you know, but. I don't, I don't need a crunchy nut like that. I need it a little staler. It's still going to be crunchy, you know? Stale nuts. All day, er, day. Stale nuts. And by the way, no nuts. Don't ever, like if you're eating nuts from the bar, then stale or not stale, you're getting hepatitis anyway. So it doesn't matter what kind of nut. If you eat the nuts off the fucking bar at a bar, you might as well go lick other people's fingers. That's it. That's basically what you're doing. When you reach into like the Chex Mex, whatever, the nuts at a bar, popcorn, and you're fucking, uh, guess who else did that? Another gross motherfucker. You might as well just walk up to somebody at the bar and be like, hey, man, I'm not that hungry, but I still would like those germs. So can I lick your fingers real quick? Because I saw you eating out of there. What the fuck? Are people still eating the nuts at a bar? Do you want some of this? No, I don't. Do you want me to spit in your mouth? Because that's basically what's happening. Good Go. Maybe the only thing. No, that's about as gross as it gets. I do. I do. Yeah, that's about as gross. I, for me, food wise, it's not getting a whole lot grosser than that. That's the one. Any kind of bar food that you're eating off the bar like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, let me get, um, let me get to this, the Joshua parenting tips, the problem solver, cause I'm super excited about these questions. 
By the way, the, the Problem Solver and Parenting Tips segment is sponsored to you by CleanCraft, C-L-E-E-N-C-R-A-F-T, cleancraft.com. Guys, it is a hemp drink that is so fucking good. It, the, the, their saying is it powers your mood, and it does. It doesn't get you high. It doesn't have THC in it. It's a hemp drink. It enhances your mood. If you're feeling a little low, like I have been, I drink them during the day. I feel way better. It enhances. It powers your mood. You just feel better. I like the ginger drink, but they have ginger. They have lime. They have cola. You go to cleancraft.com, C-L-E-E-N-C-R-A-F-T.com. It powers your mood. Guys, you get free shipping. Listen to me. People ask all the time, how can we support you? You put all, all this free shit. You can support me by supporting the brands that support my podcast. So do me a favor and at least go check it out, cleancraft.com. Even if you don't want some, order some for your brother, order some for your sister, order some for your neighbor. The holiday season's coming up, isn't it? Just order some up and it's free delivery. Again, cleancraft.com, lime, ginger, cola. Ginger is the one I like. I drink that shit down, man. I do. Also, when you get too high, you get too high, it evens you out. It helps bring you down a little bit. So cleancraft.com, and let's get to the questions. Let's start with the problem solver first. This is Josh Wolf, problem solver, edition number one on the new Tell Me Something Good pod. This is from Marty V, and he wants to know, how do you smoke so much weed and stay skinny? All right, guys. Now, look, and by the way, if you want to send in some Joshua problem solver or Joshua parenting tips, questions, um, you can send them into tell me something good pod pod at gmail.com. Tell me something good pod pod at gmail.com. Um, and I will make a, a segment um, just for these. And we're going to post post these, but I'm going to pull one or two each uh, each week to read on the podcast here. So that's a good question, Marty, because I'll tell you what, man. I will tell you the first month in quarantine, I'm not kidding. I gained some pounds as is because I've always planned my snacks. I've always like if I know I'm going to get high that night, I will pre-make my munchies. So like I like watermelon with tahini on it and I'll eat the fuck out of that. But I will make sure I have some ready for me. If you're not prepared and also, I make sure there's no other bad shit in the house because I'll get it. It's, you know, I'm not, like a, I'm not a dog. I don't, it's not like I forgot where I put something. Where did I put that ball? Like I, I, it, the popsicles are in the freezer. That's the only place. You know, there's a place like everybody else has at their house where they keep their chocolate and their candy. Free, like I'm not dumb. I am when I'm high, but not that dumb. So, but I pre-make it, man. I pre-make it. I'm with you, dude. After that first month of quarantine, and I'm sure I'm not the only person who said this out loud, I had to pick up, I picked up a pair of my jeans and I was like, I said out loud, I wonder if these still fit, you know? Hold on one second, guys. Um, hey, hey uh, you pod people, hold on. I, uh, hold on. I, I have to get my um, charger for my, hold on. I have to get my charger for my computer. I'm about to. Um, there we go. Let me plug it in here. 
Sorry, everybody. Um, but yeah, you got to pre-make it. You can't be a rookie because here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen if you're a rookie and you don't pre-make it. What's going to happen is you are going to first bag grab a bag of chips. And if you're anything like me, you'll grab the bag of chips and you'll eat the chips as you're trying to plan what you're going to eat. I know I'm not the only person who does that. Like the chips are like the appetizer. You're like, what am I going to eat? And as you're shoveling, I don't know if you've ever seen somebody who's high eat potato chips, but I'm going to tell you something with 100% certainty. It's gross as fuck. Yo, watching somebody high because they lose themselves in the chips and they, by the end of that bag, they start by eating one chip at a time. You know, it's real polite. Then it gets where you're taking a bunch of chips and you're wood chippering them. You're basically going, right? And then by the end, you're, you're basically, you look like you're deep throating this bag. You're deep throating this bag of chips. So I'm always careful when I'm high. I know what I look like when I eat in general, but when I'm high, it's ugly. So I never eat a bag of chips in public. But I try not to have them in the house when I'm hot or I'm going to eat every single chip. I have eaten, started eating some cassava chips. Um, those are good, man. And uh, But yeah, so I try to eat extra healthy and I have it all there when I'm getting ready. If you don't do that, just push all the chips in and go in, man. What I would say is this. When people are like, well, I'm just going to have a little good and a little bad. No, doesn't work like that because say you're like, I'm going to have a little good. So I'm going to start with an apple. You know, I'm going to have some chocolate first. As soon as you have the chocolate, you're going to be like, fuck that apple. I'm going to eat 79 chocolate bars. I'm going to eat a whatchamacallit. I'm going to eat a, oh, whatchamacallit, dude. And I'm going to call it a hundred grand bar. If you call it a hundred thousand dollar bar, is it a hundred thousand dollar bar? It is. It's not a hundred grand bar. hundred thousand dollar bar. That's what it's called. Those are delicious too. But man, I'm dating myself with those. On oh, the whatchamacallit, those are delicious. Those are delicious. Uh, but yeah, pre-make your food, Marty V. Pre-make your food. Uh, and that's how you're going to do it. So that's the first Joshua Problem Solver. Sponsored to you by Clean Craft. Power your mood, everybody. C-L-E-E-N-C-R-A-F-T dot com. Check it out. Check it out. Um, give it a try, man. Just get a four pack and see what happens. Give it a try. Josh Wolf Parenting Tips. This Sarah T asks, how do I get my kid to do what I say? She's three. <laughs> you don't. What? Three? Fuck that. They're not doing this. A three-year-old. First of all, a three-year-old is a, a crazy combination of confidence and stupidity. Like a teenage boy, except the three-year-old girl is even more sure. And three-year-old, not just girl, but boy. Three-year-olds are annoyingly confident. It's a crazy combination of no, knowing, yeah, no, 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 knowing everything, stubborn, but also being stupid as fuck. Like, I like that age because they're easy to trick. And so any, any kid that's easy to trick, I think is fun. Like you can really get them to do stupid shit, you know, and then videotape it. If you're not videotaping your kids doing stupid shit, why are you having to do stupid shit? It's all about uh, uh, being able to blackmail them. 
It's all about embarrassing them at their wedding. It's all about doing shit that makes you laugh. So 100%, you should be taping these kids, tricking them. Oh, who cares, man? They're going to laugh at those videos later. If you tell the kid this, and here's what's going to have to happen. In order for the Easter Bunny to come this year, and then just make up whatever you want. And the kid's going to be like, okay, okay. Anyways, how do you get your kid to tell them what to do? To do what I say. That's a different thing. You're talking about clean your room, all that shit. Stop doing that. Three-year-olds have a mind of their own. All I'm going to say to you is this, and I say this to all parents, no matter what age your kid is. Everybody asks me this. I say the same thing. It's not fucking up to them. They do what you say as long as when you say you're going to do something, you do it. If you don't do what you say, if you don't mean what you say, if you don't follow through on punishment, if you don't set a line and punish them the minute they fucking cross it, it's not going to matter. It's not going to matter. Whatever your line is, you could be a, a, a lenient parent. That's fine. But you have to draw the line. And if you continue to let your kid push where the line is, you're fucked. And if you're starting that at three, you're double fucked. Look, a kid is going to cry, especially a three-year-old, cry and throw a tantrum and let them do that in their room. And then they'll fall asleep. You ever, you ever fucking see a kid, they're screaming, and it's going on. It's like they're like a pterodactyl in there. It's going on for like an hour. You're like, God damn it. How are they still? And then all of a sudden, beep, stops. And you walk in and their face is beet red. Their shirt is off. Blankets are all over the place. They're like, they got like their legs up on the bed, their heads hanging off, and they're just passed out. They just scream themselves, not to sleep. Because I, I would say to you, when you go to sleep, that's something you do on purpose. They make themselves pass out. They're so, they make the, they're so dumb, but they make themselves pass out. And so that's fine. That's how it starts. And however many days in a row you've got to do that, that's what you do. There's just no, and if you say something as a threat and you're like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. That's an over punishment. You have to stick with it. That's your fucking problem. You have to stick with it. You have to stick with it. You just do. Now, maybe you could be like, if you do that, you're grounded for 10 months. And you go like, yeah, after a month, you're like, fine, it's a month. Or you're after a week, it's a week. But you still have to ground them. You still have to ground them. They have to know that you mean what you say or you're fucked. You're fucked. They're never, man, as it is, your teenager's probably going to sneak out of the house. As it is, your teenage daughter is probably going to bring clothes with her in her purse or her bag or that her friends have that she'll wear out at a party that aren't the clothes that she's leaving the house in. As it is, your dumb fucking son is going to try to steal booze from you or, or like make it seem like, well, he was never a kid. He didn't understand what I, yeah, you know, as it is, they're still going to do the stupid stuff, but they have to know that you mean business. Or, or, or your fucks. There's just it's just gonna be lawlessness, and it has to happen young. I I, I will tell you right now. I was overly strict when they were younger, Com compared to what I am and what 
it was when they got older. And when they were younger, I needed them to know your one fucking chance. This is your chance. When I set the rule, that's it. I don't give like warnings. Your warning was when I told you not to do that. That was your warning. Anybody who's like, I'm warning you. Well, the kid's like, well, you got a couple more of those, don't I? Nope. Here's your warning. When I tell you, hey, dude, even if it's some little, hey, man, don't jump on the couch. You jump on the couch again? It wasn't, what did I tell you? It was, hey. And I wasn't a big yeller either. You don't have to be a yeller. I know a lot of people think that you have to scare your kids. I will say this. Some kids respond to being yelled at way better. Some kids don't. Some kids freeze. Some kids, when you talk to them nicely, they look at you like, is this it? This is all I get from you? Right? So you got to give them a little extra. But all kids need consistency. Do what you're gonna do what you say you're gonna do. Do what you say you're gonna do. That's it. You know, and there are gonna be times when you get mad or mad. I used to I remember getting mad at Jacob and I would yell at him when he was in the room. And then I would shut the door and I would turn to Beth and I'd fucking have to hide my laughter. I'm like, did, did that sound like I knew what I was talking about? Like, we don't know everything, man. You don't know everything. You're not gonna make all the right choices. You're gonna make some bad punishment choices. Ooh, what was that? Ooh, just guess. That was from the chips that I was eating. I was high. You're gonna make some bad choices. You are. You're not gonna be perfect. You're gonna make mistakes as a parent. But you know what? I don't believe in. I don't believe you have to admit your mistakes to your kid when they're younger. I don't believe that. I don't. I don't believe you to be like that was a mistake. I shouldn't have. Because one thing that I will tell you. That was good for me as a kid anyways, and I think was good for my kids. It may not be good for yours. Was I thought my parents knew everything. I didn't question them. They weren't admitting mistakes to me, although they probably would tell you now they made some. But as soon as you start to admit mistakes to your kid, they can question you. And I know some people are like, it's good. They're their own person. You quit. No, 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 no. I don't need somebody with all that testosterone questioning me. I don't need a 15-year-old girl questioning me and the decisions that I make all the time. I don't need that. I think that's bad for the house. You may not agree with them, but you can go disagree with them in your room in silence. I don't need to hear it. And that was just my my thing, right? So, yeah, I don't I – don't, I'm not about admitting a mistake. I don't, I'm not above apologizing, but and I did many times. But I would never say that I made a mistake as a parent to their face when they were younger. I've admitted some later because I think that was that would have been bad for the house. So I admit mistake to one of the kids and the other kid hears it and I say something and they're like, and I tell them to do something. They're like, well, I don't, all of a sudden they don't believe what I say, but this could be a mistake too. And I can't open up that bag of worms, you know, can of worms. Yeah, it's a can of worms. I don't know why anyone would have a can of worms anyways. That was never made a lot of sense to me. But I wouldn't make, open up that can of worms either. So one man's opinion, everybody. One man's opinion. Um, all right, everybody. So this is the first video. Um, I'm going to start. Hopefully, I'll have a green screen soon. And we're going to get into some weird shit. Make sure you send me, excuse me, some Josh Wolf parenting tips or Josh Wolf problem solver at um, tell me something good pod pod at gmail.com. Thank you all so much for your emails. I am also starting a um, subscription page here on YouTube. So, uh, 
just a little side. Everything else will be free, but this is a little side stuff. So tune in for more fun shit. If you aren't watching the High Live on Monday nights, everybody, it's on my Facebook fan page. It, there's also a High Live uh, channel on YouTube. But the High Live is at 7 o'clock Pacific on my Facebook fan page. And Control Chaos is at 7 o'clock Pacific on Tuesday. This Tuesday on Control Chaos is Candace Thompson, Jim Jeffries, and Justin Martindale. It's going to be a fucking banger, everybody. You should definitely check that out. Um, check out the High Live on Monday. Um, another one of these, two more of these next week. Let me know at Tell Me Something Good Pod Pod if there's other things you want me to get into, if there are things you want me to talk about. I'm happy to do that. Um, send me your questions, your concerns. Check out Clean Craft, everybody. And, uh, and once again, um, check out the new merch at shop.upstatemerch.com slash Josh Wolf. And that's it, everyone. Thank you for checking this out. Thank you for tuning in. Spread the word about if there's some people out there that you think would like, tell me something good, pod pod, spread the word. If there are people you want me to have on the podcast, again, send that, um, either to my email or to my Twitter, which is at Josh Wolf comedy. I'm at Josh Wolf comedy and on all social, but that's it guys. Thank you so much. This was a lot of fun. I'm going to figure out how to make clips. Um, I'm going to figure out how to make clips of the video, of, but I will see if I can figure it out. Um, and, um, and that's it. We love you guys. Later.